Now it is that wonderful time on a Wednesday when I am joined by super chef and friend of the show, Gary O'Hanlon. Gary, you're very welcome. Hey, Kira. You're looking very well today. Thank you. And, and chipper with it. Um, what are we having for dinner tonight? Yeah, so I actually made this last night. So I was, it was bang on. I was thinking today, what are they doing? I said, sure, why don't I just do what I actually made myself last night? So it'll be tonight's dinner and I, I kind of got it together. Yes, it's meatballs primavera. That's what I'm calling it anyway. Anything with the addition of vegetables or sauces, you can use the word primavera. So basically, I've just made like like a pound of mince, seasoned it with cracked black pepper, some salt, a little bit of red chilli flake, just like a burger mixture then as well. I've put in a little bit of Worcester sauce, a little bit of ketchup, one egg, and then I just fed it then with probably like one and a half handfuls of breadcrumbs just to... Uh, Do you need that? Is it yeah. is the pure meat on its own? It doesn't Some, work. Well, you could use crackers as well or whatever. But like if you want to get it bound and you want to get it into a meatball and to form it, you definitely need the egg in there. And the egg working with the salt and everything else is what binds it together. And then the breadcrumb is just to kind of dry it. And you just want to add enough breadcrumb that it just about stops sticking to the edges. You don't want it to be overly doughy. Like you don't want to make it, make them too tight. And uh, so once I got that done then, I uh, heated a pan, a little bit of rapeseed oil and just put them on to sort of pan saute uh, as you would a piece of steak. I just want to start coloring them. While they were starting to color and a nice little simmer in the pan, I just took one slice of red, green and uh, yellow pepper, one chili, diced them all up really fine two stalks of celery diced up fine as well uh one small onion sliced added all that in and once i got a little bit of color in the meatballs added in all those bits of vegetables just give it a nice gentle um sweat in the pan with two cloves of garlic as well season then again as you add stuff to the pan season it all the time and then i just dropped in I had some tomatoes that were starting to go off they were getting a wee bit overly ripe like you know what I mean because they're no good I love to how slice. honest you are oh yeah well like tomatoes start to get a wee bit bursty or whatever and I, you just like I you heard it here bursty bursty tomatoes and I started picking them all up and that's when they're absolutely perfect for a sauce so I dropped them all in poured in a little jar of passata that I had there you could add in some chopped tomatoes and a wee bit of water bring it up to the boil then let it simmer for about 25 minutes and if, if the sauce isn't thick enough hit it with a little bit of tomato puree but mine was grand it reduced it down enough added in some fresh basil a little bit of fresh parsley and then I'll eat that when I go home the night yeah. <laughs> I want to eat it too I know yeah do you tasty. ever put you know the way you see people sometimes they put things like parmesan cheese through through burgers or through meatballs do you ever do stuff like that no do you know I've often seen people even put like little bits of cube cheddar and whatnot. no I just I actually like to see it on the burger at the end of, no it's not Look, that's Instagrammable grub, you know what I mean, which 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 annoys me. But no, I just like the meat to be meaty and cook it properly because you're never ever going to get that cooking time just bang on. I don't like a stuffed burger, i got to be honest. I see it and look, you cut them and it all looks funky. But I, just, I, I think they're a bit scary. Yeah. I don't know why they frighten me in, the, on some yeah, level. I just, I just find it like um, too much hassle for whatever. Talk to me about Super Queen sausages. I only, I, I'm going to out myself, I only tasted Super Queen sausages for the, there was no Super Queen near me. So I only tasted Super Queen sausages for the first time relatively recently. They're delicious. You're not the only one. Funny enough. I'm, I heard I, about them, but I'd never tasted I them. I actually just came on them in Super Value probably about a year and a half ago, year, year and a half Me ago. Too. And I was like, do you know what? I must, look, it was nice. It, they, they, were, they were nice, but, um, but then again, I've eaten a lot of really, really good sausages through the years. You know what I mean? I think maybe when they came to the market first, it might have been a game changer. You know what I mean? I think, I mean, if you ever had a Jane Russell sausage right now, like she's based in Kildare near Nice, unbelievable. And then you could go to, 
you know, Erna McGinnigan and Donegal. I, I mean, you those two sausages alone, unbelievable. But as far as the supermarket was concerned, and and something that completely changed the game for Super Quinn and almost became like just the the brand, like that was their thing. And it was such a long, long time ago. But yeah, this is probably something that I wanted to touch on. Um, even even last week, like Jimmy Canavan, I think was the butchery manager that originated the recipe, and he he talked about back in the early days when Fergal Quinn got recipe who died yeah. recently. This is why the story I suppose popped up, you know. But like these boys would have been butchers back in the day and working in Super Quinn when the creme de the creme worked there, and you know they worked in the butcher's corner, and these were the guys then that were that were tasked with coming up with a recipe to put together and uh and sure look the rest the rest is history because they they I think they won butchers of the year, they won sausage of the year, I one thought of the they year, were really good. And, and I like yeah. you like some fancy sausages sometimes and I and you know I, I have tasted a good few and they're and they're great. But I'd never had the Super Quinn one and I, and I bought them only I'd say a few months ago and I, I was impressed. Yeah, and no, look, they're they're excellent. They're very, very good. There's no doubt about that. I mean got listen, they, they don't they don't become so famous without being top drawer. Come here, you're heading off to do Facebook Live now? So I believe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means you can ask all the awkward food questions of Gary if you go over to our Facebook page, News Talks Facebook page. He will be there. He will be available to you. And he looks very lovely today. So I think you should all go and tune <laughs> I just in. I got my hair quite. I you think see, you oh, should yeah, go in and, and tune into that. I'm afraid we are. Gary will be back, of course. Thank you, Gary. Next Wednesday with us as well. Uh, I'm afraid we're out of time, unfortunately, today on Lunchtime Live as ever. Moncrief will be up next. Do stay tuned. My thanks to Michael Quilligan on sound, to Claire Darmody, Emma Cawley and Keir Courtney on the team. We'll be back again tomorrow on Lunchtime Live at 12. But for me, Kira, have a great day. Thank you for listening.